Welcome back. In this week's episode, we discuss Joe Rogan versus the left, the Chinese-American Olympic athlete Eileen Gu, and Florida's new parental rights and education bill. I'm Rody, And I'm Ryan. And this is the Right Side of the Compass podcast. All right, Ryan, how's it going? Oy. Good, how are you? Good, good, great. Are you ready for the Super Bowl? Do anything? Uh, I'm not a big Super Bowl guy, actually. I'm uh, no. I'm not a big fan of America's pastime. <laughs> Why football racist? <laughs> no, I just I don't know. I'm not a big sports guy. I don't know. All right. Oh, all right. Um, I'm excited to watch Team One play Team Two. That's what I'm excited to see. All right, awesome. That's great. That is great. So, um, you want we wanted to uh, so guys, we wanted to first um, bring some updates on the great uh, honking, right? Oh yeah, yes sir. All right, if you would like to, sure. Yeah. So basically, uh, just to summarize, uh, Joe Biden has essentially backed uh, Justin Trudeau's. Shall we say condemnation of the uh, of the honking? Yeah, I think he said Biden urges Trudeau to use federal powers to end the bridge blockade. So, yeah. So basically, for the people who do know, essentially, it's spread to like to other countries, like to the U.S. and as well as now they're blocking the largest bridge uh, border crossing between America and in Canada, which is the largest. Um, I guess, trade route um, between the, the two countries. And actually, I was reading in the Wall Street Journal today, um, the physical paper, not the online paper. I know, right? People still read the physical newspaper. <laughs> but it said that that there was that a Canadian judge was reviewing whether they should be allowed to use force for that blockade specifically, not the one in Ottawa, but the one in um blocking the bridge which i kind of understand i guess because it's a major trade route right right and i also even i think i even saw that they did threaten military action against them so i don't i let me double check this information but i i think i saw so that, like how um, would that happen would they arrest them after they moved the trucks or would they arrest them and then have to get other people to move the trucks <laughs> i don't know i don't even like isn't driving a truck a lot harder than driving just a regular car because like a whole bunch of other considerations. You I have mean, to... you can't see the back. You use you use mirrors. It depends if there's a trailer on the back of the truck. If there's right. not, then it's probably easier. But so would they have to get pro vaccine truckers to uh, to go and move those trucks? Is that what they would have to do? I don't know. But well, also, I know the tow trucks are, might be in you know might be protesting too. I don't know. The pro the 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 tow trucks are protesting. I heard they don't want to pick it up because. They're truckers too. They're they're tro they're tow truckers. So, but uh, anyways, going back to um, the other topics, yeah. So we just wanted to update um, you guys a little bit on what's going on with that. Um, and for our first topic today, we are talking about the, you know, everyone's been talking about it, Joe Rogan, um, Joe Rogan. and there has been a lot happening there. I guess just to just to summarize what's been happening. Essentially, there uh, Joe Rogan had a guest, um, uh, that doctor. Um, doctor, I remember his name? Um, 
Robert Malone. There it is. Dr. Robert Malone. Yeah. So he was talking with a Dr. Robert Malone, which I guess is controversial. He has controversial ideas about the vaccine, which the mainstream media don't like. So no right. young controversial meaning controversial meaning against what the narrative is. So, you know. Yeah. So exactly what against the narrative and what they deem to be accurate information. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so Neil Young and some other uh, celebrities decided to boycott uh, Spotify and leave the platform accusing misinformation and uh, said that, you know, Spotify should should drop Joe Rogan. And then uh, there was a video that was uh, out that someone made a montage of Joe Rogan saying the uh, the N word. Um, so then it, it became no. So sorry. First, Joe Rogan talked about the misinformation and said basically that, oh, he, you know, um, he's just having conversations with different people from all sides and he's just having different conversation. And the way you interpret, he said, like, you should use your own judgment to like you should watch like if, if he's having conversation with both sides, you should listen to both sides and then and then um, make your own decisions. Right. He's essentially been saying the whole time, he's essentially been saying the whole time, here's, I'm having people to talk. You go to your own doctor and whatever your doctor tells you, you should take their advice because they're medical professionals. Uh, whoever he wants to have on is who he's going to have on. Um, he has people from both sides. I, like, I don't see why this is so controversial. Yeah, sure. It doesn't, I'm going to say because it doesn't agree with, agree with the narrative, but even if I was someone on the left, he's not saying you have to listen to Dr. Robert Malone. He's saying this is, this is the information that this side is presenting. This is the information that this side is presenting. Go talk to your medical professional. I don't see. Yeah. Or, you know, listen to both sides and then come up with your own decision. I mean, which is something I want to, you know, get to in a moment. So I just want to bring up also, first, I just want to give the summary and then, you know, we can, dive in you know <laughs> um anyways yeah so then they he came out with the, the uh they had a montage with the n-word and essentially the ceo of spotify then said hey um we're uh <clears throat> look it's i don't like it he said he doesn't agree with you know with saying the n-word and you know sometimes misinformation but he says he's taking the side of joe rogan that he doesn't think that canceling him is the answer um, and then you have also Rumble, who's offering Joe Rogan $100 million to join their, their platform because they believe in free speech. $100 million and, uh, quote-unquote, a censorship-free platform. So Yeah. And then Neil Young tells Spotify employees to resign from their jobs because they're like, oh, you know, you shouldn't be supporting uh, Spotify because they believe in you know, spreading either misinformation or they or they support someone who is spreading misinformation, as well as saying the N word and um, many times through their podcast while, you know, because, oh, it's, it's a bad word and it means something bad. You know, it, white sh people shouldn't be saying it, essentially. Right. So first of all, Neil Young, he uh, so you said he said all this stuff. 
He said like, oh, Joe Rogan's a bad person. He gave an ultimatum, which I love this. He gave an ultimatum. He said, either Joe Rogan goes or I go. And then they defended Joe Rogan. So he's like, all right, then I guess I got like he dunked on himself. He was like, either you're going to get Joe Rogan off the po- off of Spotify or I'm getting off Spotify. So they're so Spotify told him, OK, so get off. Right. Yeah, like, because I mean, no offense to I mean, actually, I don't even care. Neil Young. OK, Uh <laughs> I mean, look, Joe Rogan is probably more valuable than Neil Young. Neil Young is a you know oh, yeah. very famous musician, but he's also like very old. And so, yeah. just in terms of who are, Joe Rogan's an investment pe- in the future, right? Like Joe Rogan's going to be here a little bit longer. Also, the type of people who are using Spotify are people are millennials and Gen Zs. Okay, the people who used to listen to to Neil Young, like Gen X, are are not on Spotify as much. Okay, yeah, they're definitely not. So. So for him, to, I just I love that that he kind of dunked on himself. He was like, "Here's the ultimatum," and then Spotify was like, "All right, great, get out of here." <laughs> I love yeah. that. Um, as far as him telling Spotify employees to resign, uh, this is not new. This is not something that uh, that we haven't seen before. We always see, you know, woke person doesn't like X tells employees from X to get away. You know, like does it surprise me? No. Is it awful? Yeah, I'd say it's pretty bad for someone to tell another company how to do their business. But on the well, same, at the same time, awful. we always tell... I just feel like, I, I guess, idiotic or like, do you honestly yeah. expect people to just quit their jobs? No. Exactly. Like, even just from like, people need to support themselves, right? Like, Spotify employees aren't necessarily being like, oh, well, I agree with everything on the entire Spotify platform. They're just there to make money. So for... Neil Young to be like, hey, this company, let's Joe Rogan, you know, literally the single biggest podcast on the planet be on their platform. And he tells everyone to get off. Obviously, me and you will say it's bad. But at the same time, here's what like we the right is also, you know, we, we also do this. We also say like, oh, it's so bad for these companies to support, be supporting BLM. It was the same thing with Netflix. with Dave Chappelle right. when he made his controversial uh, comment about uh, trans people, these people like the uh, workers from Netflix threatened to walk out and Netflix was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But also, but also the right, I would say, I think I, I've, we, we, we at least don't disagree with the sentiment that, um, that people who work for these companies are like, we, Unfortunately, we lump all these, you know, regular people in with uh, with the big heads or, you know, whoever's running the company when that's not always true. Like Amazon, Amazon, you know, the, com- the company's one of the wokest companies you could be, you know, they're just everything that could be woke, they, they do. And we're like, oh, why would you ever work for Amazon? Why would you work for Amazon? Because they make billions of dollars every year and you want a slice of the cake, you know? So for us to say, yeah, Neil Young telling people to get off Spotify is pretty bad. But on the other hand, it's not something that's new to the left. It's not something that's new to the right. It's an unfortunate reality that people stick their nose in where uh, people don't necessarily need to do that. Yeah, no. And some other celebrities are also, you know, taking the side of Joe Rogan. Um, You know, Jon Stewart, you know, he was uh, saying the same things like who gets to decide what's considered misinformation because... For all you know, it's, if it's the mainstream that's creating the narrative, okay. If you know, I, I love I love it how all the time um, 
they'll show they'll say like oh take the vaccine take the vaccine and then a moment later it said like sponsored by pfizer or something yeah or, or by like some drug company <laughs> or like you know a government thing it's just like okay well you know <laughs> makes sense right yeah, yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty backwards right obviously these people are saying like do the thing also by the way we're getting money from them so that's why we're telling you to do the thing do they really care about you getting the vaccine i mean probably some of them but they're really in it for the money and that's what a lot of the mainstream is now what i thought was pretty disappointing was uh dwayne the rock johnson now i had to give him kudos because right when everyone was saying joe rogan's the worst human being alive he came out and was like yo i don't know if this is exactly what he said but it's even the tonality of what i'm about to say was was is about what he said it was something to the lines of along the lines of Hey brother, keep doing what you're doing. It's it's great to see uh, you know you being so successful, and I can't wait to come on something like that. It, it was something I don't have the exact tweet, but it was something you know very Dwayne the Rock Johnsony where he's like, "Yo brother, this is great. Keep going, right?" And then in a move that really didn't shock people, but really let a lot of people down, he did a 180, and he was like. You know, Joe Rogan, he says a lot of controversial stuff. I don't know if I want to be associated with him. So it's it's unfortunate, really, because it was a good moment for kind of to see Hollywood and the left kind of maybe, you know, back technically one of their own. I mean, Joe Rogan is not so far removed from the left that he's like an outsider. He's kind of a he's kind of still accepted pretty generally from what I can understand as like part of the, the left, not like the crazy Hollywood left, but he's still like, he's, he's central left. Right. So to see kind of the Hollywood people be like, Hey, these people are weirdos. Don't listen to them. It was a good moment. And then the rock kind of walked back on it. So that, that was somewhat disappointing. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I wanted to talk about was the other issue was when Joe Rogan spoke about the uh, I mean, when when they showed the montage about him saying the N word um, and he, you know, he apologized for that. Um, so I wanted to talk about two things. Um, I want and I also wanted to get your opinion on it, Ryan. Um, mm-hmm. So in the video, they just show him saying the N word just repeatedly, but they never show before and after. So they never show the context of it. Um, and Joe Rogan explains that, you know, he never outright said to someone hey you you know n-word okay um and i'm not saying it because i don't want to get canceled <laughs> um it's coming for us eventually but hold yeah it off yeah right now. but not not <laughs> not 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 now <laughs> uh, maybe later but anyways um but all the time it was either he was quoting someone who said it or he was just talking about it as like either history or a general idea he wasn't necessarily calling someone the n-word and you know when it comes to that i i feel that it's i think that is appropriate if you're especially talking about someone else who said it or you know let's say you're let's say you're listening to like a rap music or something and you know they say that word in the music and you're singing along to the music all right you know i've heard comedians who say they'll have their white friend uh sitting next to them and they're singing the rap song with them and then they say that word and then they get offended it's like if you're not calling that person like the N word, I, and I like, if you're singing a song from it, or if you're talking about history about it, or you're, or you're talking about 
someone who someone someone else who said it. I think it's it's fine. But what do you think? Oh, when Luke isn't here, Rody, you got really spicy. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So I, I don't know. I I mean I don't say it ever. I don't from the just from the standpoint of there's always someone who's going to hear it at the wrong time. Um, so I, I personally don't say it. Um, in general, I don't even think I would say it either. I, I don't know. I just, I think you've known me for a little bit and you know that I just generally don't like to say words that I don't think are appropriate. So, well, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't like to say bad words in, in general also, because <laughs> first of all, I think it's a bad habit to get into. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's not, uh, you know, it's, you can find other words to use, especially when people right. use like a bad word, every other word, kind of like, oh, the yeah, word, like as like a filler just, or that's just, I, I find that so un, unappealing, really just some, someone who just always says curse. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not about that. But in terms of like, is it okay to say during a rap song or during something when you're quoting history? Uh, rap songs, I would think probably less so because that's like, I mean, it's, it's just lyrics. You can always leave it out. I mean, you you can be the, they have the, 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 the regular explicit edit and then they have the radio edit. So you can sing the radio <laughs> edit version of the song. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, in terms of historical context, I, that's actually a good like point, right? If you, when you said, when, this is what they say about Trump a lot. And this is what like, Cutting out context in general is a very bad idea. Very bad. What It happened to Trump a lot on, I mean, the most famous example is he said there are good people on both sides. That's totally a gross misrepresentation of what happened. He did not say, hey, Nazis are good people. He said there were people at the protest that were fine people. Now, I would think that people on the left would agree with those sentiments because we just spent two years of people or a year and a half or whatever of people rioting in the streets. Um, and that they spent the whole time saying, Oh, you know, all the, some of those people were, were good people. You know, that was, that was their sentiment. So to hear them flip it on president Trump was obviously bad. Um, the N word specifically uh, in, in historical context has a, a similar kind of, I don't know, falls under a similar thing where like, if we start saying, if we start taking out the context of, of even for, even let's just say like when slave owners wanted to call their slaves the N-word, right? Which notice I'm not saying it because I don't want to get canceled. But in terms of like historical context, it's important to remember where we were and where we, how we got to where we are today. Saying that we should just blanketly you know, every time we want to say a quote, cut out the N-word or cut out any bad word that you don't think you should be saying in general. Um, probably not the best idea mm -hmm. to sum it up. And going back to um, Joe Rogan's apology, what do you think? Do you think uh, he should apologize or no? So, yeah. So Luke actually called this at the end of last week's episode. He, I mean, he, he wasn't said, canceled you know, in the end. Uh, would you say he wasn't canceled? Because it looks like they're all coming for him to me. I mean, they all coming for him, but he wasn't canceled. He's still on Spotify. And actually, he even went as far as to say to uh, Joe Rogan said himself uh, that um, give me a second. 
you know that moment where you're looking at an article, but then because you want to use it as a reference, but then it tells you, hey, you know, in order to look at this, you need to subscribe. Or oh, yeah. That's, that's... So that just happened to me. But anyway, the point is, is that Joe Rogan said on his podcast saying the reason why he's he's not going to get canceled and that he has so many people is that because he's obviously doing something right. And he said that they're doing something wrong. Obviously, it's that they need to do better. So I don't think he's going right. to be canceled. Whether he should apologize or not, that's really up for discussion, I guess, because... I mean, he already did, right? He, he said, already like, did, oh, but I'm like sorry. going back to the point that Luke said in the last episode, it's like they're coming after you anyway, so like, there's no point of apologizing, right? Unless you actually regret what you did, but maybe I don't know. I feel like when they're apologizing, it's trying to absorb the impact, kind of. So right. I guess the question is, do you think it's absorbing it? Um, like, do you think Spotify would have defended Joe Rogan if he didn't apologize? Uh, in terms of specifically Joe Rogan, yes, because like we've said, Joe Rogan is currently the most watched podcast, more, most, sorry, most listened to podcast on the planet. So yeah, Spotify might, might have to take a position that they might not like, but for that, for those dollar dollar bills, they're not going to condemn Joe Rogan publicly. Um, in terms of in general, no, apologizing doesn't really do much. We've seen it before. People who make small, barely noticeable mistakes that the woke mob just clings onto, uh, and then they go, "Oh, I'm so sorry." It doesn't matter. It doesn't I mean, it's even both change. sides. We saw with uh, Whoopi Goldberg, even though she apologized, um, you know, people yeah, still didn't forgive her. That's true. That's true. That's true. So that's I mean, people. Point. In the end, people will be people. <laughs> All right. Yeah, people are just gonna hate who they want to hate and like who they want to like. Yeah. Yeah. So um, going on to the next topic, um, Eileen Gu. Now, Eileen Gu is a half American, half Chinese um, skier who is considered a really good skier, considering that she won I a gold she, medal. Yeah, won the gold medal. Um, so congratulations. And, yeah. And so in, it was in 2019 that she announced that she was going to be representing China in the Winter Olympics. And that got a lot of backlash. People are calling her either a traitor or why is she doing it? Um, and I have my thoughts about it. Um, but what do you think about uh, Eileen Gu, I guess, uh, switching over? But also, like, there's also a practical problem also. It's not just, uh, you know, whether uh, ideological or cultural, whether people think she's a traitor or not. Um, because according to, you know, China, okay, you're not allowed to have dual citizenship. So, and she has hmm. dual citizenship. She has American. I didn't actually know that. Yeah, fun fact. Uh, wow. <laughs> China is an even worse country than I thought. What do you know? <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, um, there. you're not allowed to have uh, dual citizenship. She's not really allowed to. And so people people have been asking her, oh, you know, oh, you what's been happening with that? Like, how how is this possible? I mean, look, she hasn't really been answering it clearly, but, you know, I, I guess uh, people can suspect, you know, that money gonna, involved. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's like, you know, if you know, <laughs> look, if you're representing China and you're a really good athlete, you know, I'm I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they're the you know, they let it slide. Yeah, maybe. Um, so in terms of my thoughts on her, uh, first of all, just a small little addition. 
Um, apparently, she's now a big deal in China because she won the gold. She's like, she's like a huge Twitter personality or something. She's a uh, model. Okay. She's, uh, she's a model. yeah, she's an influencer. She's a sports person. Yeah, she's she's popular. <laughs> so yeah, so she's getting like you said, she's making those dollar dollar bills. Um, so on the one hand, obviously people can represent whichever country they want. Um, because you know it's not unheard of for people to leave America and play for another country or even people to, I mean, more, not even, not even more specifically, usually people leave their, you know, whatever country they're from and come to America to play as this is actually what I wanted to relate to Anna's Cantor Freedom. I'll relate back in a second. Um, but, uh, in terms of her specifically and this situation specifically, uh, obviously I'm not a big fan of China, uh, camps, just the way they, yeah, socialism, communism. There's just a bunch of problems that are going What's on. What's that over meme there. video? It's like, oh, don't trust China. China is asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> President Trump, don't trust China. China is, yeah. And so, yeah. So I love that video. It's fantastic. Um, so, and, you know, so. <laughs> Sorry. So Eileen specifically leaving America to, not specifically leaving America, leaving America to specifically play for China. Uh, even if that is her heritage, maybe is not the best, you know, uh, indicator as to. Well, she said she wants to inspire. She said there's not a lot of Chinese skiers, and she says she's she feels she can inspire more people in China if she were to represent China, um, considering they have a billion people. So that's that's can she really? I mean, this is a country that is like, I mean. It's, it's, I mean, sure, like, if she, if that's her dream, then go ahead. I'm not going to stop her. But like I said, it's, it's China and it's a very iffy country to be representing. It, a 10 bucks says if someone were to do this and go to Russia and play for them, uh, the left well, would be all happened. over it. <laughs> it has happened. But if so, this were to happen in 2022, it would, it would make the left headlines, especially if it were someone who was like, oh, Trump was a pretty cool guy. And then they went to go play for Russia. You would, you would, it would turn a couple heads. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess. Look, I, you you could make the argument that okay. So first, th- first, I want to bring up a few things you mentioned. You know, the NBA. What I find a little bit different about the NBA is yes, people from other countries are coming to play in the NBA, but the in the NBA, it's not they're not representing. Um, they're not it's not like an international thing where they're representing a country. They're playing in a league that happens to be in the U S. Um, well, I'll actually argue with that. They might not be representing, they not, might not be wearing the flag on their back, but they're definitely representing their country. I mean, yeah, I when guess I, you, when you, I you know get... that there's an Israeli playing in the NBA, I'm like, Hey, or when there's a Jew playing in the NBA, I'm like, Hey dude, that's my guy. That's my man. So people are actually saying like, oh, couldn't she make, couldn't she inspire billions of people in China as well by playing for the U.S. because she's half Chinese? People say that, no, she wouldn't have had the same effect. Um, I mean, we'll never know because she didn't play for the U.S. team. So, I mean, there's really no right or wrong answer for that. But, um, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right for the NBA. Um, They are somewhat representing their country like for Yao Ming I mean we all know he was from China but like you didn't think hey he's representing 
China well, was playing. I mean, you don't think that because we're not Chinese, but maybe there was, I mean, I don't know if they have the NBA on stream there in China, but I don't know if some Chinese American was looking at Yao Ming and being like, hey, that's that's Yao Ming. He's a Chinese American. He represents me in the NBA. Like, this is America, the boiling pot of the world. You don't know what Chinese, Chinese or Chinese American person was inspired by Yao Ming. You don't know. Possible. Um, I I don't. And everyone um, always represents where they come from. Everyone always represents where they come from. I mean, Yao Ming is now the president of the Chinese Basketball League. So good for him. <laughs> I mean, being in the NBA so what I, helps. I mean, me and you specifically, we should know this. I mean, people, no matter where they are, they represent who they're from. As you know, Jewish people, when our ancestors not even that distant, just our ancestors uh, came to this country. They were 100% represented. Okay. Not in the best way possible because back then it wasn't such a, wasn't so favorably looked at that you were Jewish, but they definitely represented where they came from. hundred percent. You always represent where you come from. You're right. Um, Yeah. I mean, to an extent. So she could definitely, Yeah. No, so you're arguing that she could definitely represent China while still playing for the U.S. You're saying, of course, or at least I'm at least bringing up the possibility. Uh huh. Um, I wouldn't know. Like I said, in the end of the day, what she hasn't been saying, like I would not be surprised if if, if China threw a wad of cash at you know at her and her family to convince her to come, which is probably also. Which is probably you know the which is probably the real story, um, which is why she probably left. But by law, but I just wanted to mention the law. So by law, to Rule Forty One of the Olympic Charter states uh, that athletes with dual citizenship can represent the country they choose, and athletes who gain new citizenship or wish to change their Olympic status can do so if three years have passed since they competed for their previous country. Namely, if they competed in the last Olympics, then they... If they competed in the last Olympics for the U.S., I think. But I don't know, because, look, it's like I said, it's not the first time someone has gone to another country, which is why I I don't understand why it's such a bigger deal. So I'll give you a few examples. First of all, Europe hires so many African African people to come play for them um, in soccer. Sorry, football. Um, if we're talking about Europe, um, okay. We mentioned the NBA, um, right now this year in the Olympics, um, for Israel, um, uh, Haley, uh, Copes, Copes, I believe if I'm pronouncing it wrong, I apologize. Um, she's playing for Israel. Um, she's doing figure skating and she's from the U S and now she's playing for Israel. I had a friend, a personal friend who represented Israel a few years ago. And oh, oh. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Famous I know people. a guy who played in the Olympics. Yeah, I know a guy. <laughs> well, now if I know a guy, then you know a guy who knows a guy. I know a guy who knows a guy. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. You know a guy too. <laughs> oh, no, I can um, put that on my resume. Check. I know someone awesome, who played great. in the Olympics. <laughs> and so, like, if if it's not a big deal for them to play for for Israel, um, then why is it a big deal for her? And also. I mean, look, there's a few reasons why people go to different countries. One is either their country they represent 
told them to do something bad. And I'll give an example of like the guy from Iran who said that he should forfeit uh, his judo fight um, because they didn't want him to play against Israel. So he actually left Iran and the next Olympics played for Morocco. Um, two is opportunity. You know, America is very competitive. And if, you know, if you have a better chance of getting, you know, to play in the Olympics through another country, you might choose that option. And then, you know, three is nationality. You know, you come from that background, you want to represent them. So, so what it really comes down to is, look, there really is no problem representing other countries. Now, I think why people now are having an issue with this is because both sides are saying what because it's china and we know what's going on with china right now i think that's what it was exactly down. so you know the the media or you know china is isn't known to be talked about favorably in the u.s um putting it nicely um and you know we know what's happening with the Uyghur, you know muslims and stuff like that i think they even had Uyghur people light the torch in the olympics to to show oh, wow. like, oh, hey, look, we're not doing anything wrong. Um, yeah, well, wow. <laughs> but, you know, but the fact that someone is, you know, is willing to leave the U.S. for China pushes a lot of buttons in the U.S. So if yeah. it was any other country, you know, with the exception of Russia, it would be a different reaction. So. Right. Yeah. And that's but I think that's important. I think that's important to know the context. Right. That the fact that she's going to leave for China is a bit of a, you know, well, if you know what's going on there, which she might not, giving her the benefit of the doubt, she might not know what's going on. Uh, she's not. She doesn't seem like a particularly political person. I can't say that. I don't. I haven't seen anything that would I indicate that she's. Her, so yeah. <laughs> Next time I speak to her, I'll ask her what her views on politics are. <laughs> yeah. But uh, she doesn't seem like a poli- particularly political person. Um, so I can't for sure say she knows what's going on. But it's not like it's unheard of what is going on there. So for her to be like, okay, now I'm going to go to China. So kind of raises a couple of red flags. Yeah. So, um, look, it could either be, like I said, they just threw a lot of money at her and, you know, how can you say no to that to represent China? Um, whether it's really true or not, you know, I'm not her, so, um, I'll never, we'll never know. Um, well, also I heard there was, I don't know. I'm, I can double check this. I heard that, in most other countries, you're paid to play in the Olympics, and you're not paid to play in the play in the Olympics in the United States. Well, because they receive money through sponsors. Sorry, I'm going to look this up because I want to make sure I'm getting my facts straight. Do they pay Olympic athletes? The United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee do not pay Olympian salary. Really? So, according to WUSA nine. Whatever that means. Um, that's a that's a that's a, a website, a news a news website. So according to them, they say that they do not get paid a salary. Uh, versus, I think other countries do pay a salary. So, like you said, a lot of cash is that possible? Yes, but also, like, is it not fair to pay the Olympians? That's a broader discussion that I don't think. Yeah. Were qualified. So to look, at I mean, point. look, if it was for any other country, you know, people would be reacting differently. Um, yeah. do I think so, but do you, but do you think it's, it's a bad thing that she's actually going for China, you know, knowing that? Well, like I said, in general, it's not bad for people to go to another country and play because other countries, you're allowed to do whatever you want. Is it bad that she's playing for China? Yes. But with an asterisk, 
assuming she knows what's going on there and assuming her motivations are not pure, but I don't know what's going on in her head. So in general, I'll say probably yes, but unless like there's an actual really convincing reason for me to say no, uh, then, you know, I'm going to stick with, it's pretty bad for her to go. Um, but like yeah. another thing is other players are also playing for China who aren't getting any backlash. So I'm wondering why it's just her because China's hockey team is composed of 11 Canadians, seven Americans and one Russian. So like it's basically I... all foreigners and they're not getting any backlash or, or if they are, it's not the same as, as her. So well, I don't maybe know because she's one, maybe, maybe it's because she's one person. So you can latch onto her specifically versus if you tried to do that with Chinese hockey, the China's, hockey team it would just be like these people are not you know it, it doesn't it's easier to harass one person than it is to harass a team which for good and for bad you know what take that as it is it's just easier yeah. to harass one 19 year old girl which saying that out loud maybe not the best but <laughs> i guess it's easier for people to latch onto her that she's like an icon and also also now that i just mentioned it she's become kind of this icon on twitter of like you know I'm a model, sports player, person, influencer. influencer. Yeah, so maybe that's why, because she's putting herself out there. People are able to kind yeah, of maybe. Her. Yeah, maybe she could just be more publicly open than yeah. other people. But um, yeah, I mean, my thoughts on it, I really don't think it's an issue when it comes to players um, playing for other countries, especially if, if that's their background. Like I said, it could be whether but because it's china and like i guess uh, we're competitors against each other or it's like russia um i guess it depends like you said depends on context i really i guess it really does yeah Um, i mean yeah yeah, that's what it's always it's every a lot of things are based on context you can't just you can't just form an opinion based on the 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 single facts that are on the ground bring this back to joe rogan right him saying the n-word requires context so with eileen also it's yeah contextual the context that makes it what it is yeah anyways yeah it's for uh you know us to uh think about um would love to know your thoughts if you want to leave a comment or message us would love to hear what you guys think about um the situation as well as the joe rogan if you think he should apologize and about the The uh, joe rogan what (laughs) The Joe Rogan. <laughs> the Joe Rogan thing or controversy. <laughs> whatever. Anyways, uh, um, next topic. Um, so essentially what's happening here is um, this, Florida is passing a bill, which they call the, I mean, it doesn't really have an official name and it hasn't really been passed yet, but they're calling it, um, you know, the parent parental rights in education. And then the media is kind of spinning it to, uh, to make it sound like, um, don't say gay. Well, yeah. Don't say gay. Um, exactly. To summarize the entire thing is they want the parents to be involved in, in, in the, in the decision-making and they don't want, uh, schools to, first of all, just teach about LGBT topics without, without first disclosing the information to, to the parents. And even more so, they do not want to say, hey, you're not allowed to say to the kid, don't tell this to your parents. 
Okay. And then if the parents uh, disagree with that, they can go and sue. Uh, essentially, they can take legal action. So that's basically the bill. Um, so if they want to teach, they, they can still teach like LBGTQ or, or something, maybe like a class or two, but they first have to disclose it. And the parents, if they want to, they can opt out for it and you can't really mm -hmm. stop it. But it's also right. specific. It's supposed to be aiming for younger children, like kindergarten and like fifth grade who don't really know much about this topic, which, right. which again, it's like, it's one thing if you want to talk about, uh, talk about with teenagers, because, you know, they could kind of think for themselves somewhat already. And <laughs> I see you nodding there. <laughs> I'm going when, to, when it's my turn, I'm going to go off, but continue. Okay, fine. But like, <laughs> it's, I think it comes down to like age appropriateness. Like kids like from kindergarten to fifth grade don't really know what's happening and, and absorb things like a sponge. Um, so, you know, just imagine, uh, a kid, you know, coming home and saying like, oh, you know, my, my teacher said I don't have to choose my gender yet. And like, I would be horrified if my, my kid said that, you know, out of nowhere. Um, whatever. Well, yeah. What were you, what were you going to say? So I 145% agree with <laughs> everything in this bill. I'm not a father yet, but if my even... 17 year old kid came home and told me i haven't chosen my gender yet dad i would even at 17 even at anything well they kids probably would have thought of that before idiots, the teacher dude. already brought it up that's the thing kids are idiots dude they don't know what's going on right in front of them you you're right adults are idiots what... also <laughs> what's your everyone's point? idiots <laughs> the point is is that my i'm not this is not something my kid is coming home and telling me. I'm not letting my kid come home and tell me, hey, dad, I know I have every chromosome in my body that's an X and Y chromosome. By the way, I'm also a girl. That's not something I'm listening to my kid come home and tell me about because they heard it from their whack job left-leaning teacher who's like, oh, by the way, even though everything, every biological uh, indicator indicates that you're a male – you could possibly be female. It's it's unscientific. It's backwards think. It's nothing new. This is something we've seen throughout history quite a few times, especially, you know, Jewish people. We've fought against this. The whole story of, of, of Hanukkah, which, by the way, I hate. This is totally unrelated. Kamala Harris made a stupid video about the meeting of Hanukkah, and it was not even close to it. It was like, she's like, oh, spread the light and everything. No, that's not what it's about. Hanukkah was about murdering a civilization that taught people that your body is separate from your from your from who you are that is it is so backwards for people to think that and it's one of the things it's probably one of my biggest issues with today's society for you to think oh my brain tells me that i'm a girl more than my body tells me i'm a boy it's so backwards and i don't want my kid learning about anything about it at all ever now, with all of that being said, is it okay for a hypothetical school board to teach about an, a, a tragic, like, maybe like, uh, I remember the Pulse nightclub massacre that happened in 2016, for them to teach that at a specific point and allow people to opt out of it? Sure. Is it like a public school? Sure. 
go ahead. Am I going to, am I going to shoot? Am I going to go off on a public school for teaching about this kind of stuff? No. Do I think it should be sit down? Every kid needs to listen to this because this is, this is, you know, something that everyone needs to learn. I don't think so. I really, I don't think every kid needs to know about being gay and being lesbian and being. Well, I think I, the I, bigger I just, I issue is, is not that they're necessarily talking about it. It's like what he, what he, what this bill is specifying is, you know, is integrating such topics into a curriculum. Now, like, for example, right. if you're talking about, you know, uh, that's math, what I'm saying. Yeah. If you're talking about math and somehow, you know, two plus two, um, you know, doesn't even equal five. It equals you're not this gender for for some odd reason. <laughs> for some reason, somehow it skipped from numbers to grammar <laughs> words and sentences. Okay, and got to the discussion of you know gender politics. I don't know, but the point is, is that <laughs> is that um, is that it's your like what's the connection between the two? It's like if you're talking about like history and then all of a sudden a teacher brings it up and it's like that's inappropriate like you know it's especially with exactly young kids. that's what i'm saying like if you're in if you're having a like a set let's 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 say like for i guess pride month right if they're having a pride month thing which okay sure pride month. okay we i know you would disagree with it but okay hypothetically they have it it's allowed okay it's a pride month thing and they say here's an event we're going to be doing a special month-long seminar at this and this time and you can opt out of it when i go off on the school board no but that's because they're making it an optional thing and obviously my kid would not be allowed to go i would keep him home for what or for a month know, keep him or her for no I, I can't say i'd keep him home for a month because like math or whatever torah <laughs> uh torah topics whatever they i mean I, hopefully this wouldn't be taught in my kids uh jewish school hopefully but um point is like would i go up in arms even if please no but if it were being taught in my son in my son or daughter's uh jewish school would it would i go up in arms if it was an optional thing uh it would probably, yeah. probably not. I mean, let's wait till I actually get there. Um, <laughs> I got a couple more years before I have to start worrying about that. I would think I probably wouldn't make a big deal out of it if it was an optional thing during a very specific time. But if it's something like you said, where they just, it's like two plus two equals, by the way, you're not the gender that you were born with because <laughs> uh, blah, 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 <laughs> science, quote unquote. That's not, I'm not having any of that. No, not, definitely not. Yeah. I 100%. 145, as I said, percent agree with this bill. So oh, nice. it makes so much sense. So what the left is is arguing and saying that oh, you're banning you know discussions about people if people have these questions or they don't know about their their gender, you're banning the discussion. And I don't think that's what this bill is doing. Um, first of all, it right. doesn't mention any like counseling. Okay, like there are school counselors, so if, if they real if I guess if they really feel they need to talk to someone, they can talk to a counselor. So first of all, I don't think that's even mentioned in the bill. It's like I said, specifically talked about curriculum and like learning. Um, and they're also afraid, like, oh, if you start banning this, they're gonna start banning that and that. No, they're not banning, they're not banning, you know, the idea of like teaching about homosexuality. I don't think people they're going out of their way to really teach any of that. But 
like I said, they're they're specific. It's specifically for you know curriculums. And as to the point you said about the uh, the counselor, I think if your child is having these questions, um, what is more important than see what I was about to say was that you need to bring the parents into the conversation. And I still do agree with that, but I can at least see the argument for saying that maybe the parents shouldn't be involved in specifically. Let me be more specific. If they're having these questions, they should talk to a counselor first and then later maybe bring their parents into the conversation. It is 100% the parents' right to know what is going on with their kid at every moment because that is the foundation of our society, passing down information from parent to child. Um, However, maybe the first discussion should happen. Oh my gosh, hopefully, God willing, never to me. But the first maybe discussion should happen with just so that they can lay everything on out on the counter because it is a fact that kids do have some issues bringing up certain topics with parents so maybe a counselor in the school who's dedicated to dealing with this issue um would be a first only uh conversation and then later the parents could be brought in to talk about it yeah because i find it really messed up that schools will sometimes talk about it with the kids and then they'll tell the kids don't tell your parents right they know they know what they're that they're what they're doing is wrong right so like i said maybe 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 so many maybes maybe infinity maybe (laughs) the first conversation should happen without the parent inside because only because it is sometimes hard for the child to bring up certain things that they're feeling while their parent is there i can say this is True for me, I there are things I don't tell my parents. There, I'm sure there are things you don't tell your parents. But like, like I said, um, with a counselor, I don't think you know a right. teacher with a counselor or someone who's specified to work in this area, not my math teacher who voted for Joe Biden and therefore she's an expert on gender identity. That's not who should be talking with my kid about it. Definitely not. Yeah. So that's maybe the only concession I'll give. But everything else should be with the parent and should be talked out. And yeah. Yeah. But even even so, um, Representative, you know, Joe Harding, he said that um, it would it would be towards uh, kids from kindergarten to fifth grade. So it wouldn't which I very much agree with. You should not, I don't want my kids going to kindergarten playing with blocks. And then that somehow turns into, hey, mom, dad, you know, my. My teacher said, you know, I don't have to choose my gender yet because that's a person in exactly. kindergarten. But like to counter argue, I'll even your go thing, farther. What? I'll even go farther. I'll say it shouldn't even be brought up until a kid is 18. Really? That's I, I, I'm a, this is, I, this is my stance. I'm sticking by it because well, kids are, I, I disagree with this... that only because the people who are like, when you start getting to 12, 13, 14, 15, eight to 18, you're already very much as exposed to media and all this stuff. So you already are somewhat thinking of it on your own. You don't even need the teacher to really bring it up. So that's, it's like, that's probably more age appropriate and why it doesn't need to be, you know, uh, this type of thing. Because if you're, if your son or daughter, you know, comes up to you and said, Hey, I don't know what gender I am. I mean, it was probably them thinking of that before the teacher. Like I said, I don't know. Maybe it was because of the teacher, but I doubt it was because well, of the teacher. Neither of us have kids. 
You're right. <laughs> so luckily, I don't think you've been approached by your child saying that, uh, I, you know, that you don't have. I'm saying, saying I'm a certain if. gender. <laughs> um, but I do have nieces and nephews. This, that's so. true. That's true. Um, so here's what I'll say to that. Is that really this is this is a much broader talk, conversation a, a so much broader conversation that it barely even focuses on this particular issue our children or our children me and you our children meaning the global populace's children um have are exposed to so much in their pocket by smartphones and and all this stuff and even though i'm not a father yet it makes me wonder if we're going in the right direction because people are exposed to the most disgusting atrocious garbage content that you could possibly find and they haven't the snap of their fingers and this is kind of a, a smaller opinion i've had but i think that the reason why we're seeing a lot more of this lgbtq stuff which this i know you're gonna get canceled for so that's uh, off. It was nice. I think it was nice knowing you, Ryan. Then <laughs> it was nice being on the podcast. But uh, this this is it. Um, so I think something most people will say. Oh well, it's obviously part of their. You know, this is like part of the, they've been having these questions because nature indicates that they're attracted to a man as opposed to a woman, or nature indicates that they they feel like they're a man versus a woman. I, I'm not sure if that's a hundred percent true. I know we've kind of accepted it as a fact, but I, I don't know if it's a fact. I, I do think it has to, at least, at least a significant portion has to be attributable to the fact that people are just, ex children specifically are exposed to just the grossest stuff from the moment they get, they get handed a piece of technology from let's, let's just take YouTube as an example. When I was growing up, you know, when dinosaurs still roam the earth, when I was growing up, um, <laughs> You know, the commercials that appeared on your YouTube videos were, look at this can of beans. Don't you want to buy this can of beans? Now the commercials are, look at Nicki Minaj rubbing this can of beans all over her body. Now buy the can of beans. <laughs> like, it's absolutely gross. It's disgusting. And I think that, I, I, I mean, yeah, it's funny, sells. but also at the same time. What? Sex sells. Yeah, it does, but... At the same time, like, that's what the kids are getting exposed to on, on their YouTube videos and on their – I sound like the biggest, like, uh, a, a baby boomer on the planet. But, like, really, it's it's kind of gross how much absolutely atrocious content kids get exposed to. And I think that's why we're seeing a lot of this LGBTQ stuff now. Mm -hmm. So that's my little rant um, about – uh, Yeah, about uh, where this is going. But in terms of this – um, like I said, uh, at a specific time, at a specific moment in time, with specific uh, guidelines and obviously consent from all the parents, uh, not the biggest issue that I see, but of course the left's got to make an issue out of everything. So, um, yeah. <laughs> all right, awesome. Great to know your thoughts. You seem very passionate about this. <laughs> this is This is something I've been thinking about as someone who's kind of taking the next step into life. It's something I've been thinking about. So no, yeah, it's definitely important. <laughs> Obviously, you know, you would want kids one day and it is definitely important. I, I personally would definitely want to know what my kids are learning. I'm like, what? exactly. Of course, I would definitely like I would 
tell the school like I want to know what my kid's learning. Like right, it, exactly. That's, that's basically the long and short of it. There's nothing here that is specifically anti-LGBTQ. It's just saying, hey, parents have the right to know. And of course, because that doesn't work into the leftist agenda, it doesn't doesn't sit well for them. Yeah, no, they're just concerned. They're they're concerned for something that that doesn't exist. So like, for example, like you said, right. they're concerned about, they're concerned about, oh, that kids, you know, maybe they have a gay brother or, or LGBTQ sister and they want someone they could talk about. Um, first of all, like I said, they can talk to their parents, I guess, but what, let's say their parents is not really an approachable, approachable person. Okay. Um, you can probably go to speak with a teacher, but like on their own time, or right. a counselor. Uh, it shouldn't but, just be a blanket statement brought up in class. Yeah. So like, exactly. This is more like talking about the curriculum and in classroom time and when it's not appropriate kind of. So it's right. But like, even so, like sometimes teachers, let's say they'll go after the class to talk to the teacher about it. And, and let's say they are like in kindergarten where like, if they are in, let's be honest, if they're in kindergarten and their older brother or sister is LBGTQ or, or gay, they probably don't even understand what's really happening or they don't even know exactly. about it or, or really understand but, the concept. So I yeah, don't think yeah. a kid will come to a teacher to really like um, worry about that. Um, obviously, if they're in high school or, or in you know junior high, that's a different story. But you know, maybe fifth grade, through maybe third through fifth grade, but like younger than that, there's not really, they don't really understand much. There, there are things when I was a kid that my mom told me people have done, like where we live, that like totally went over my head. I'm like, really? What? Like, I did not <laughs> I know that. You forgot about it. <laughs> no, it's like, like she told me like, oh, this person smoked. I'm like, this person smokes? Like since when, <laughs> like I would play, I would play with my friend at their house all the time. And like, it just boom, went over my head like, Oh, or, oh. or this person was, was this way, or this person was that way. This person got like divorced or this person was gay the entire time. Like, I, I didn't know. I mean, I was maybe just a stupid kid. <laughs> I totally missed that. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just a reality. I feel like a lot of these things kind of just goes over kids heads and, and another right. proof to that, another proof of that is kids' movies, okay? Now, kids' movies have a lot of adult jokes in it, but... Oh, my. Dude, have you ever, like, rewatched like, Spongebob, but, like, the compilations of adult jokes in Spongebob? It's crazy what they got away with. Yeah, and then the, it just, you just, <laughs> the kids just don't understand it, and then, like, we're watching when we're, when we're 20, and we're just dying on the floor, and then, like, people are wondering, why are you right, watching this kids' show? but doesn't that kind of... Doesn't that kind of like, as much as now we're laughing about it, like, ha, now I get it. Like, doesn't that kind of rub you a little bit the wrong way? Like, they kind of stick like, oh, ha, 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 by the way, penis joke. Like, you I know, mean, it, it's no, kind of like, it doesn't because think about it from a family movie perspective. If you're going out to a movie with your, it's, you know, with your entire family, you have kids, you know, they don't want the parents to be bored also. And also, like I said, and that, like I said, my, this was my proof is that these jokes go over kids' heads. They don't get it. Okay, you know, in the movie Shrek, when when he's talking about the the guy's uh, castle, which is really big and he's really short. Okay, he says like, oh, do you think he's compensating for something? We all knew what he was talking about, but the kids could think, oh, maybe because this guy is short. I know. Yeah. 
I don't know, or I didn't even remember that joke. So my, my point is, is that these little, little, really little kids, if they're having, if their older brothers are like that, they probably don't even understand what's going on. They probably just want to go, you know, eat some candy and play with Play-Dohs. I mean, look, <laughs> if hopefully if it's not honest. play with candies and eat some Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I've seen uh, the opposite. It's a, it's a wreck. <laughs> um, you know, eat eat the sand like from the from the sandbox. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's that's there's so much flavor packed into the sand granules that uh yeah. <laughs> um, I just wanted to qualify something I said before also that I said that it goes even beyond fifth grade till eighteen. Um, the reason why I think it shouldn't even be brought up at eighteen, uh, this is more borderline of an opinion, um, is because. We, we as a country have decided, and for the very true reason, for a very right reason, of kids don't really, shouldn't, first of all, shouldn't really be experiencing sex, having a sexual activity, even though we know that high schoolers probably are. Um, but we definitely don't want to encourage it um, until at least 18. That's the laws in the country. You cannot consent to any sexual activity until you're 18. Um this is kind of the epitome of sexual activity defining who you are, which I mean, as much as I don't agree with it, it's part of the lexicon of, of American culture nowadays. It's kind of the epitome of starting your quote unquote sexual journey. Um, so for to say, yeah, we'll not let kids consent to, to sexual activity, but they can start defining who they are in terms of who they're going to be in the bedroom. I, I, see that as kind of a, a mismatch saying that you know at least to me it appears kind of like a mismatch like we won't let them do the activity but they can you know do everything besides for actually do the activity it's like it's kind of like well at that point i'm not saying this to to say we should allow underage sex i'm saying this to the contrary like at that point you're saying like oh they might as well just do it you know like gross obviously i'm not saying that i'm saying People who, at least in my opinion, if you're allowing them to, like, talk about all this stuff and, like, really get deep into it, you're basically 95% of the way there. So why aren't you saying just go the extra step? Like, it really just, it doesn't, it doesn't work for me. For me personally. I know it's more of a borderline opinion, but for me, I think it's, it's, the two are conflatable. Yeah. Um, all right. Sounds good. All right, so that is it for this week's episode. Tune in on YouTube, hit the subscribe button so you can get notifications when we post new episodes, and tune in on wherever you get your audio podcasts. We hope you have a good rest of your week, and we look forward to seeing you next time.